Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 55. Welcome to RestaurantUnstoppable.com. Listen to successful restaurant professionals as they discuss the tools, tactics, and services they use to better lead, manage, and market their restaurants. Join our community and make your restaurant dreams unstoppable. Here's your host, Eric Cacciatore. Yo, what's going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It's me, your host, Eric Cacciatore, and this is the podcast for personal growth in the restaurant industry, and we do that by listening to the stories of some of the industry's most successful restaurant professionals and industry leaders. Today's Thursday, which means it's Authority Thursday, and I have a great show for you today. If this is your first Authority Thursday, let me fill you in on what you can expect. Um... I get some great stories from some people who are just amazing restaurant owners or executive chefs or GMs or directors of operations or restaurant consultants, but every now and again, we get some of our guests talking about some great products and services that can make you and your restaurant unstoppable. Um, One of those products that we have had mentioned a few times on the show is Hum Systems. So I thought it would be great to get somebody from Hum Systems on the show to teach us a little bit more about the product and how we can use it in our restaurants and what it's all about. So uh, sit back and relax and listen to one of the founders and the CEO of Hum Systems take us uh, deeper into what it is they do and... uh, It was a great interview. I know you're going to love it. Before I hit play, just let me remind you that I could really use some support, and you can support me just by subscribing to the show and uh, committing to just listening to these stories and hearing what's out there, what's coming into the industry that can help you in your restaurant. Um, Also, five-star reviews on Stitcher Radio and iTunes really, really help me get noticed and shoot me to the top of the rankings and uh, just... I mean, words can't explain how grateful I would be to get one of those reviews. Show me some love. Um, (laughs) I'm busting my fanny over here, loving every second of it, but um, all the support I can get would be so greatly appreciated. Um, That's all. Don't forget to connect with me. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+. I want to hear what you think. Tell me who you want to hear from. I'm here to serve you. Don't forget. Here it is. So, with excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, founder and CEO of Hum Systems, Bernard Briggs. How you doing? Pretty good, Eric. How are you? I'm terrific. Are you ready to drop some bombs of knowledge on us that are going to make all of our restaurant dreams just a little bit more unstoppable? Readier than ever. Let's go. I'm I'm sure you are. All right. I'll just give a quick introduction, then I'll pass it to you to kind of tell us a little bit more about Hum Systems and how you guys got into the industry and what it's all about. Uh, Bernard Briggs is the founder and CEO of Hum Systems. Uh, Hum Systems allow you to engage customers, discover insights, and take action all by uniquely interacting with the guests at checkout. That's just a quick introduction of what you guys are all about. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about yourself and Hum Systems. What's the story? Well, well, the story is about seven years old. I mean, our company, by any measure, is a startup company. Uh, we started selling our product in March of last year, so just a little over a year in market. Uh, but the concept is, 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 like I said, about seven years old. It was, it's kind of funny. I was actually with my sons, and of all places, a, a Long John Silver's. 
Are you familiar with Long John Silver's? I've heard of it. Um, I don't think I've ever had, uh, I've ever eaten at one, but I have heard of them. <laughs> Tell you what, they have the best chicken planks, uh, by the way. People think of them for fish, but it's really, it's really the chicken that sets them apart. Anyway, you can't go there more than once every six months, or I'm convinced you'll belly up. But they have one of the oldest forms of feedback out there. And it's kind of interesting. If you go to one, notice that they all have this little captain's belt at the door. And this bell is designed and has a little plaque at the bottom that invites the guest to ring this bell if they like the food, essentially. And so as a guest, you sit in this restaurant, and this one day I'm talking about, I was there with my sons, and I'm always the geek in the room. My background is software technology and architecture. I've got a computer science degree, so I'm always kind of the tech guy at the scene. And for some reason, I was sitting there having dinner or lunch, and this dad lifts up the kid, and the kid rings the bell. And I remember there was like this energy, right? There are people, you know, the kid, of course, had a great time doing it. Even random guests like me in the restaurant thought it was fun. You know, the staff behind the counter gave their little whoop, whoop. And you know, <laughs> there was just this energy about it, right? All right. And I, and I couldn't help but think then, and this was seven years, I couldn't help but think, what if we could capture those bell rings? How much would that mean to that business if – they knew on average they were getting 73 bell rings a day, and they started to dip to 60 and then 50 and then 40. Doesn't that mean something? So that was kind of the genesis for the idea of hum. Okay. And, and actually uh, where we got our start and where the idea ultimately uh, grew from. Awesome. It sounds like a true like entrepreneurial uh, like journey and uh You've just done. I mean, I've heard so many great things about the service from past guests. Uh, that's why you're here on the show today. Um, so, tell us a little bit more um, about how it, it exactly works. Like, tell us, like, walk us through the process of uh, your one of our guests picking up uh, this yeah. tablet and um, what the whole, you know, what the whole system is like, like from start to finish. Got it. Got it. Well, you know, there there are several use case scenarios with Hum. The one you're most familiar with is. Uh, uh, is the full service experience, the experience your guests uh, have been referring to in the last few uh, shows of yours that I've had the pleasure of listening to. And uh, that first product that we released as Hum was what we called the Hum Guest Check Presenter. And I'll explain you through that use case, but uh, that's just one. We also have a very innovative spin on traditional forms of feedback uh, through, uh, through uh, different voice and text capabilities as well as email capabilities. But nonetheless, um, on this guest check presenter that you're talking about specifically, what we've done is we've taken what exists in every full service experience, and that is the check and the way it's presented to the guest at the end of the meal, and we put an innovative spin on it. Rather than getting that leather or vinyl-bound American Express or Discover thing that you're used to getting in these restaurants, what we've done is we've replaced that with a hum device. Okay. And what it looks like is, you know, when the, when the waiter sets it on the table at the end of your meal and presents the check in it, it looks like any ordinary guest check presenter until you open it. When you open it, it's a really rich and vibrant display. All right. Frankly, it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of technology that's built to reflect the restaurant's brand that you're dining in, not hum. Um, so it's just an engaging, intriguing, and inviting uh, digital experience. It's asking the guest to interact with the restaurant in the form of feedback. Cool. Um, well, give me some examples of some of the questions um, that Hum System might ask uh, to engage your guests. Sure, sure. We have, 
know, in the restaurant world, in the full service world, we, we typically categorize the types of questions we ask. They fall under the categories of questions about service or the host stand, questions about the actual product or the food. Uh, we also can ask questions around the service and the staff specifically. A lot of our restaurants even get into more atmospheric or environmental type questions like um, how was the ambiance, the lighting, the cool, the temperature in the restaurant, et cetera, or even its cleanliness. So we categorize these questions and give the restaurant the ability to customize the way those questions are asked okay. and even the way the answers are phrased. So our restaurants are, you know, the technology is designed, again, to reflect the beauty of their brand, the tone of their brand. So they get cut quite creative on the things they ask. Um, and, you know, they can be changed at any time. Anything from, you know, how was the greeting when you walked in the door um, all the way to how long did you have to wait, you know, after being seated for a server to attend to you? Um, how was that new pecan-crusted halibut that we offered tonight? Okay. All the way to, you know, how was the cleanliness, cleanliness of the bathrooms? Or maybe they asked a question about a specific wine they're offering. They get as creative as they want to get on these questions, and, and some of them are actually pretty fun. Awesome. It seems like a really uh, turnkey uh, system, just, uh, you know, really easy. Once you get it, once you get set up, it just runs, and it's not very it doesn't seem too uh technical uh for the operator or for the operator or restaurant owner um can you talk to us a little bit about the kind of impact this has on customer relations you bet you bet we did actually before we started our company eric we did a paper study um around if we were to build a solution like this what would be the level of engagement for the guest you know, a lot of initial concerns and questions like, you know, will the, will the guest consider it invasive? You know, will the, you know, does it reflect the brand and, right? Is it brand appropriate? You know, should we have technology at the table? A lot of those questions were in the air. And so what we did was this paper study. And before we even built our company, we would ask guests at restaurants um, a series of questions that essentially got to the point of, what would the guest think of this device if we were to offer it to them? And our paper study actually pointed out a couple very interesting numbers. One, one was guests have a voice, have a voice, and they absolutely want to be heard. And so we went off of that psychological premise and discovered through a paper study that 85% of guests who dined at a restaurant and had a great experience would absolutely engage with a hum device when presented with it. All right. Even more interesting, 95% of guests, of those same guests, if they had a bad experience in the restaurant, would absolutely engage with a hum device when presented with it. So those were our paper study numbers. Once we, you know, those are great numbers, obviously, given that restaurants today are facing a one, if at best, 3% response rate with traditional forms of feedback. So we thought, wow, we're on to something. We built the product, tested it with a few restaurants, improved those numbers out to a T. Guests write books in these devices. If there's any doubt whether, you know, the guests have a voice or want to express themselves, put home in your restaurant for a week and you'll see. 85 to 95% of your guests, according to that paper study, our pilot backs it up. 85 to 95% of those guests will engage with this device when you present it with you, when you present it to them, and you will absolutely make operational change to your business probably within a week or two. 
Man, that's really um, just impressive numbers. Um, I have to. The one thing that I really have to point out, um, and what really strikes me as being the most valuable asset to the service, I'm sure there's so many, but guests just want to be heard. And many of the times when they go to a site like Yelp or any type of uh, you know restaurant review website, that's just their outlet to complain because they just want to be heard. If you give them an opportunity to complain before they ever leave house and just listen and then do something about it before you know it ever escalates to the next level, like Denny Myers writes, um, so many times in this industry when bad things happen, those are it's actually a good thing because it gives you a chance to write the end of the story and do something about it. Um, and you this nips it in the butt before anybody ever leaves house, which is just to me. Like that, aside from the fact that you're gathering great cod- or great data on your guests, but you're just preventing those nasty, uh, you know, uh, we can't prevent all incidents, but we can uh, try to write them before anything ever leaves the house. So that, to me, is just so powerful. Um, would you want to elaborate on that at all? Or? Well, Eric, you're, you're spot on. And let me tell you <clears throat> really, quick, really quickly here. You look at HUM. And it's great technology, absolutely. But our success isn't because we have great technology. Our success is because, and will continue to be, because we understand the psychology behind this engagement mechanism called feedback. You presented to me just now one very important pillar, and we have four of them that we've architected hum around. One of those pillars is what we call the, um, uh, the law of eruptive emotion. Okay. Okay. And what? And I'm going to come back to that. But let me address another thing here. You had mentioned um, the study around elevated loyalty after a problem. For example, you go into a restaurant, you have a great experience, you leave. You know what you've done as the provider of that experience? You've met that guest's expectation. They didn't come to your restaurant to expect anything other than a great experience, right? Yeah. Met their expectation. The moment. And, you know, we don't go out and slip up intentionally, but slip-ups happen. But the moment you slip up and you put yourself in the position to recover from that slip-up, that's when the restaurant's character comes through. And if the restaurant's character can come through in a way that recovers that experience for that guest, you will have a more loyal guest at the end of that slip-up than you had had they just had the great experience in the first place. And so we've experienced that, and our data shows that, and that's a very important um, 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 observation you've made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not that, like, as restaurant owners, we obviously care. We're truly passionate about what we do in our, it's our life. But we can't be everywhere, and it just seems like this allows you to be everywhere, to catch up things when they aren't going well. And, I mean, nobody cares as much about your restaurant as you do, so it's hard to really, you can't, I mean, you can try to stress and create that culture where people do care, your managers do care, but um, just having this ability to capture these incidents just to me is just so uh, valuable. And we don't need to dig any deeper on that topic, but uh, I just had to point it out. Um, so you talked about, do you want to discuss the other three pillars? I do actually, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one more punctuation on that, Eric, on okay. going back to your point on Yelp. Um, Yelp, of course, you know, is great at what they do. You know, what they do is 100% for the consumer. You know, Yelp doesn't exist for the business. Yeah. Yelp exists for us to decide where we're going to go spend our money. Um, the problem, though, that business is facing today, especially in this restaurant world where you know, you know, margins are already trimmed up 
and a Yelp review can be so costly if it's negatively slanted. The problem that restaurants have today is that they have, if they have no tool like Hum, if they have no tool in place to have a conversation with that guest, that guest will go have a conversation about them. And that's what this phenomenon is happening with Yelp. But what Hum is doing is giving the guests the ability to communicate with the restaurant instead of about them. And we actually had a third-party uh, outfit uh, do a study for Hum. And what it did was it measured with one of our customers that has 10 restaurants across three states, it measured the eight months of online Yelp sentiment prior to deploying Hum in the eight months of online Yelp sentiment after deploying Hum. And for that chain across the board, we reduced their online negativity by 43%. Wow. Meaning that psychological uh, premise that I mentioned of empower, uh, the law of eruptive emotion, we allowed those guests to vent to the restaurant and they were magnitudes less likely to go need to vent about the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Key value proposition of home and one of the most, you know, one of the biggest uh, returns that the restaurant gets on that investment. Well, I mean, the other thing you got to point out, too, is when you are able to fix things before they leave, many of these negative, uh, you know, uh, complaints or these negative reviews can easily be turned into positive reviews. So you don't, you don't even know how many of those reviews are stemming from the positive experience because of home that are coming out on Yelp. Uh, just another cool little, I think, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm kind of. I, want to, I don't want to say I'm making this up, but I'm just brainstorming about, like... Uh, no, you're, you're just, right. Spot on. You've got the psychology of it. Yeah. Cool. All really cool stuff. Um, can you... Uh, do you want to talk about those other three pillars before I ask the next question? Yeah. Let me let me cover them briefly. Sure. So, you know, this, this law of eruptive emotion, essentially, you know, allow these guests to vent on premise or they're going to go vent online. Okay. And so, yeah, let's put that one to the side and let's go to another one. This, this law we call the law of empowering anonymity. Today, you know, humans by our nature are non-confrontational. You know, we, I tend to be one of the more confrontational ones, but I know for every one of me, there's many, many who prefer not to confront. For instance, how many times have you been in a restaurant with perhaps your friends where you had a dish? Maybe it wasn't what you expected. Maybe the steak was too sinewy. Maybe it was a little too warm or too cold. I mean, um, um, and at the end of that meal, the manager visits your table and he asks you, you know, how was the meal? And you say, it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How many times does that happen? Uh, too often. Or, the, I mean, the, the dangerous words are okay. If anything's ever okay, you know it's not. Well, let me tell you, that, that is, is essentially the non-confrontational nature of us. For every one of us that tell that manager the truth or the brutal truth, 26 of us will have the same sentiment and won't. Mm -hmm. So. If you give that same guest a sense of anonymity when you ask them for this feedback and they are not having to tell you to your face, but they have some level of indirection, you'll get the, the most authentic feedback you ever collect, what we call the brutal truth. And that speaks to this other law we have, this, this law of empowering anonymity. Um, and that's one of our second, that's our second color. Okay. Awesome. Great. Uh, what, share with us the, uh, the third. The third is one we call the law of actionable trends. When you are using traditional feedback mechanisms like comment cards or phone surveys or web surveys or email surveys, that list goes on, you're at best hearing from three out of every 100 of your guests. On average, one 
on average one out of every 100. When you get, in a, when you get a feedback from that guest, that's a mere opinion, right? They, if, they, if one guest out of 100 comes and tells me my macaroni and cheese is too gooey, that doesn't mean much to me. If yeah. two come, um, it means a little bit more. If 17 tell me that my macaroni and cheese is a little too gooey, guess what I'm going to do? You're going to make I'm, your mac and cheese a little less gooey. That's right. <laughs> so what Hum is doing for these businesses is it's taking them from that one out of 100 guests you know, to that 60, 70, 80, 90 out of 100 guests and turning what wouldn't merely be an opinion into a trend. Mm-hmm. And those trends are what the business can actually take action on. Yeah, I mean, data is just so important, so I can totally understand uh, why that would be such a valuable um, weapon in your arsenal just to be able to collect that data um, and just to be able to then do something about it. So share with us the uh, final, the fourth pillar that you're going to say. Well, um, I've actually have... Oh, that's fine. If I cut you short... No, no, that's okay. That's okay. Which ones have I covered? Uh, You talked about... um, I can't remember them verbatim. Yeah, I got it, Eric. The, the fourth – okay, so you know, those are the three pillars. Those are three of the four pillars. The fourth pillar is what we call the law of diminishing emotion. You know, one of the things that sets HUM apart from other forms of, uh, of feedback is that we get at the guest in the moment, on premise, mm-hmm. when their emotions are at their peak. The moment that guest gets up and leaves that table – the I don't care the, the what we call at least the I don't care clock starts ticking. If you ask that guest an hour later, the next day, three days later, guess what? They just don't care. Mm-hmm. They're about giving you authentic feedback. You call the next day, you know they're one breakfast, maybe a lunch, maybe even a dinner removed from that experience. You're just going to get a it was great, it was great. Yeah. So ask these guests for the their their opinion of the experience as close to the moment of the experience as possible. Otherwise, the emotion diminishes to a point of uselessness. Wow, that's I mean, all very powerful um, you know, reasons to look further into uh, adopting this service for your, your restaurant. And just that, It just builds on a relationship. And just, I, I, mean, I can't think of a reason. It just sounds so not to at least look into it. Um, and I've heard such great stuff from other people who have been past guests that uh, it definitely uh, is something that, it would be worth looking into for sure. Um, so can you share with us uh, like one of the best stories, maybe it's like a success story or just a, an outcome that resulted from somebody using the service? Sure. I mean, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a few different stories and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you one of them, but the same, this theme is across all three of them. Uh, I can't tell you how many, I, I can't tell you how many times actually. Um, but, so many times we put hum into a restaurant, mm-hmm. and we turn those, those restaurants become raving advocates of what we're doing. Um, and I've got two really good stories around that. One is our vice president of business development here at hum started as a hum customer, so enamored with the product that he actually reached into the organization through our sales team to see if he could speak with you know the, the leadership here. We got to. Uh, speaking with him, learned a lot about him, got to know him very, very well, and professionally made the move to uh, actually bring him on. Now he's our full-time VP of BizDev. I love those stories. The most impressive one, though, is we were at a trade show in uh, Dallas, Texas. It was the Southwest Food Expo. And um, uh, Robert Irvine was the keynote speaker at this food show. And we had one of our... uh, 
uh, booth representatives uh, kind of stalking uh, him outside of his out of one of his keynotes, and we actually got in touch with his culinary director. All right. Uh, his name was Chef Lee Lucier, and uh, he begrudgingly, you know, came over to our booth, and you could tell, you know, we weren't making his day, and he just was doing this out of duty, and he looked at what we had, and about two minutes into our, not even two minutes into our demonstration, he kind of whistled and called over one of uh, his, his colleagues. He says, you got to see this, and so we started the demo again, and we showed it to him and this colleague of his, and... Um, he asked me in, at that show how, I could, how he could get this in his restaurants. <laughs> I knew who he was, right? So I said, well, I'll fly out personally and put these in your restaurants next week. Okay. And so I did. <laughs> flew out to Hillstead, South Carolina, and put it in both of Robert Irvine's restaurants. Rob's, at the time, it was um, 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 uh, Eat and Nosh. And uh, never met Robert. And put, installed these, got to know uh, Chef Lucier really well, got to know the staff. Great, two great deployments. They were very culturally intrigued with what we were doing um, and set them up, left. About a month later, I get a random phone call um, from this gentleman who introduced himself as Robert's assistant and uh, said that Robert, you know, was in the restaurant, saw him, and for the first time since he's worked with him, actually asked him to reach out and find out more about his company because he was so intrigued by what we were doing. Wow. That's an incredible story. story. It's really cool. And, you know, so we got uh, on the phone. We flew out, met Robert in person, um, and realized how great uh, a partnership with him could be. And the rest is history. So, we, you know, he came on board as a founding partner of HUM, and uh, he's been on uh, helping us blow this brand out ever since. So just two really cool stories about actual customers who converted to, you know, so some pretty cool uh, uh, characters in our scene here. Great. All right. You know this question is coming. I have to ask it. How much is this thing going to go for? What are, what are my guests looking to spend if they you know, choose to opt in to the service that you provide? Well, it's only $1 million. That's it? <laughs> that's, that's it. No, actually, actually, Eric, the pricing is super simple. And, you know, that, of course, is by design. Uh, we are a relational company. Hum is not a transactional company. Okay. Hum is not a product that shows up on the door of a FedEx and we wash our hands of you. So what we do base our pricing around is a service agreement. So we get into 24-month service agreements with our customers. We invest heavily in these relationships, and that's what we ask the customer invest back is, 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 is a 24-month agreement. The pricing is cut and dry. It is the kitchen sink. Everything that HUM does today that you hear us brag about, that you hear us demonstrate, that you hear us talk about, everything we're HUM and everything we will do with HUM, you get for one monthly fee, and that fee is 249 bucks a month. No gotchas, no modules you add, no you know features that are left off of that. That's the kitchen sink. The only other involved with HUM uh, are we do ask for a setup fee. We have a $499 setup fee that helps us recover some of the costs of getting these restaurants set up. Um, most of those costs are involved with what we call our customer success team. Every single one of our locations deploy uh, through our success team with a pre-deployment manager training, pre-deployment staff training, uh, week one follow-up, week two follow-up, and, and if needed, week three, week end follow-up. So you can see kind of relationally how we get involved, and that 499 covers some of those costs. The only other cost that could be involved is the investment in the hardware. Okay. We're, we're finding that a lot of our restaurant customers are already investing in tablet technology. 
So where that's the case, of course, we just reuse and multi-purpose those devices. But for those customers who either don't have that, haven't made that investment already or just love our devices because they look good, uh, they can lease them from us or buy them from us. Almost all of our customers lease, and that's about 10 bucks per month. Some of our customers choose to buy them, and if they buy them, they're $1.99 each. Awesome. Wow. I mean, I mean, I just you can't put a, I mean, it, you just can't put a price on like that type of relationship. It's almost like adding uh, a you know a customer relations person in house full time. Uh, just I mean, that's what I see, and like bring somebody else on staff twenty four seven is not that expensive. I mean, that's how I'm justifying it. Um, I mean, is that one way you justify it? Well, you know, absolutely. I mean, that that's great, and I might start justifying it like that more. But, you know, really, we have three value propositions, Eric. Any one of them carry the cost of our product on their own. All three of them together, you know, I'm biased, but we feel it's a no-brainer. The operational impact that you're going to make to your business, the food changes, the menu changes, the staff changes, the environmental and atmosphere changes that you will absolutely make, and I promise you will that you will absolutely make to your restaurant based on the feedback that you get in week one will cover, will carry the cost on its own. Add in there uh, the reputational value we're bringing to the table. If I can keep, you know, one negative review offline, I, you pay for HUM for two years. Oh, wow. I'll keep many more than one. HUM will keep many, many more than one offline. But if it just keeps one offline, it covers the cost for two years. Wow. And then lastly, we're capturing, uh, we have a very high capture rate on the emails, uh, uh, on the guest relationship module in our device. We also, 10 to 60% of guests will leave the restaurant their email address through HUM. We both know marketing for these restaurants, most effective, most efficient. And so some of our restaurants, they won't admit it, but I'm convinced, you know, they're using HUM just for the email captures alone. But all three of those carry the cost independently. All three together make it a no-brainer. Awesome. Um I mean, I have gathered pretty much all the information I was looking to get from you during this the show, except uh, where to start. Like, if somebody's interested, if somebody's at home listening in or at the restaurant listening in, and they you have their interest, what's the next step? So, so the best way to get in touch with Hom is I'd love to hear from people personally. If you want to send me an email, my email is Bernard at HomeSystems.com. Um, if you prefer to skip over me and not you know get the long-winded story, want to get right to it. Uh, you can send an email to our sales team. It's at sales at humsystems.com. And if you go to our website, www.humsystems.com, you'll see a lot of contact information, including an 800 number you can call into and talk to us over voice. Awesome. Well, um, I've asked all the questions I want to ask. You were an incredible guest. Uh, the service you're providing your restaurants is truly valuable. And um, you have to keep in mind, I don't just go out and ask people to be on the show. Um, I get, re- you know, completely objective reviews from my guests that suggest these services. And if it happens that they come on the show enough times, then I go after the service and say, hey, uh, I want to learn more. And I'm sure my, my listeners want to learn more too. And uh, you are definitely doing some cool stuff. So thank you for taking the time of your very busy schedule to share with us uh, what home systems can do. And um, I hope that people at home found value in today's discussion. Well, thank you, Eric. We appreciate uh, you having us on. We appreciate the time you've taken to learn more about us. And uh, uh you're giving us some props out there. We think we got something great for the industry and, and love it when people will agree. So thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, best of luck with everything. You too, sir. All right. Well, I hope you guys found value in today's episode. Um, really, just keep in mind, when I bring people to talk about their products and service, 
on the show, it only comes from first getting guests who have proven themselves successful in the industry, giving completely objective reviews on these products and services. Um, I wouldn't just throw any product and service in front of you and just say, hey, go buy this. Uh, That wouldn't be serving you, and that doesn't serve me and my reputation. So just keep that in mind. And obviously, this service isn't for everyone. Um, I'm putting the service in front of you to make the decision yourself, to listen to the details, to listen to the facts, and to find out if it's something that is good for you and your restaurant. So just please remember that. Um, Don't ever feel like... You have to go out and get all these things that might not be right for you. And if it is right for you, then I hope you found value. I truly do. Um, He left all of his information there. Uh, If it sounds like something that you think you could implement in some way or some form, it's definitely worth a phone call to to discover more. And, uh, I mean, I haven't heard anything bad about this product or service yet. And it sounds like they have a really great culture in the company. So don't forget... Like always, you can just head over to www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash 55 and you will find all the show notes about everything we discussed in today's show. So what are you waiting for? Get over there. Yeah, I, I really do hope that uh, something good comes from this interview uh, for you and your restaurants. And uh, don't forget, I'm here to serve you. So if there's any other uh, restaurant professionals that are in this industry... Somebody you admire as a restaurant uh, executive chef, a general manager, a restaurateur, let me know and I will do everything humanly possible to get them on the show so we can learn from their experience and tell us what it takes to become unstoppable. Until next time, peace out.